Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Alan Delisle. Welcome to Delivering Perfect Parts Faster. Right from within the walls here at Phillips Precision, a manufacturing laboratory located in Boylston, Massachusetts, home of the Mighty Bite Pitbull Clamp, Inspection Arsenal, Laser Arsenal, and the M5 Edge Finder. Head on over and connect with us on LinkedIn, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and check us out at www.phillips-precision.com for guest info, company info, all of our product lines, as well as videos and demonstrations. Join us as we sit down with industry experts to discuss new technology, equipment, and process improvements to help the manufacturing community deliver perfect parts faster. Thanks for checking us out, and we hope that you enjoy today's show. Today we are extremely excited to be here with Cody Armstrong from Onshape, which is PTC's Cloud SaaS product development program. Also joining us today is Victor Rinaldi, who is our very own in-house power user of this amazing cloud-based software. And we also have our co-owner, business manager, and all around responsible for everybody lady, Mrs. Kathy Phillips. Not only are we going to be discussing Onshape, but keep in mind the concept behind standardizing everything across departments and department functions to support the healthy future of manufacturing. So let's get started. Cody, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Let the world know who you are, what you're all about, what you do. Sure. Um, My name is Cody Armstrong, our uh, Director of Technical Services for Onshape. Um, I manage a team of product experts that um, help customers and potential customers use Onshape. Awesome. Awesome. And we're sitting here with Victor Rinaldi as well. He's our lead engineer here at Phillips Precision. How are you doing today, Victor? Good. How are you? Good, good. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell the world what you are all about. Well, my name is Victor Rinaldi, and I'm the product design engineer here at Phyllis Precision. Uh, My background is uh, obviously engineering and uh, manufacturing, production, and medical devices. Uh, And I've been working here at Phillips for nearly three years. All right. And Kathy, how are you doing today? I'm great. Good. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the world and uh, let everybody know what you're up to and what we're here for. Okay. So I'm Kathy Phillips. I'm the co-owner of Phillips Precision. We've been in business for about 25 years. I'm also the business manager, so all the operations and things and some of the sales and marketing for the company. Um, You know, I'm kind of attacking this from the operational standpoint because um, we want to tell our, educate our tribe about Onshape and, um, because it's our design software of choice now. Um, So we're excited to share this information about this multifunctional cross-department design software and how it can be used in your company for design, um, designing fixtures for your shop floor to uh, designing your own product lines. And we'll even get your gears turning about why you should use Onshape to design your own inspection fixtures and even some laser uh, laser fixtures. You know, in, in manufacturing redundancy and streamlining, uh, in you know, it's where it's at. It's where you save money you to help you deliver perfect parts faster, right? That's our, our motto. So everything we do as manufacturers should be to that end goal, right? Um, make everything less expensive. And part of the way we do that is to offer our customers – something that can help them cross departments. So some companies have equipment that their software is proprietary to their equipment. 
And it impedes progress when you have so many different pieces of equipment, models, and, um, you know, it adds a learning curve and some other uh, challenges to um, the process of producing parts. In the metrology departments that we deal with, larger manufacturers have multiple pieces of equipment, and each one of those has its own proprietary software to learn, right? So what we're finding is there's a... There's kind of a time sink or, you know, our inspectors get bogged down in learning each individual piece of software. So each and every one of them is excellent in their own right. Just like on the shop floor, the equipment is excellent and it has their it has specific uses. But when, especially in inspection, what we'd like to encourage is for departments in their inspection departments to think about streamlining and how you might do that and encourage them to maybe start to think about on shape as one of the tools to do that. Well, that's all that sounds, that's awesome. Um, on shape is definitely, um, I think the future. Um, how did you guys get started with using on shape here at Phillips precision? So about four years ago, we looked into expanding licenses and, um, renewing the other another software in-house because we were looking at hiring an engineer and expanding our business had been growing the fixture design business had been growing the product line is growing um so we set out to renew and add to some software we had in use already and because we're involved with our local trade school heavily um we just happened to be in conversation with uh the lead teacher at, in the advanced manufacturing department at Assabet Valley. And I think at that time, Onshape was making a big push to get into the uh, student, offer student accounts. And so he just mentioned it to us. So Steve being, you know, the curious guy that he is, looked into it and um, we were kind of really wowed by it, right? So we bought one seat, tested it for a while and ran the other one in parallel. Victor came on board and then, you know, we've been power users ever since. We use it for everything. Senior programmers use it to design fixtures for the shop floor. We use it for our own product design. Victor and Steve use it on a regular basis for that. And we use it for complex fixture designs for our customers through our product line as well. And we'd like to kind of encourage our uh, tribe out there, our customers, to potentially use it on their own because it's such a user-friendly piece of software. So that's where we're at. We haven't looked back. Right on. So it sounds like this is a, you know, pretty great idea. It's an awesome software. We already know that we've been using here forever. Um, I'm going to turn to Cody a little bit. Um, can you talk to the, you know, the world kind of how, how Onshape came to be? Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think, what would be useful is to go just briefly over kind of the history of, of some of the other parametric CAD systems to give some context. Um, so if you, if you go back to, you know, the early into mid nineties, let's say 1994, 95, um, parametric CAD systems, 3D CAD systems really ran on very specific workstations, very expensive, like Unix type workstations that, so it's a very, the hot, the barrier to entry was very high, you know, tens of thousands of, or if not more. And so um, the, the, creators of a, uh, of a software called SolidWorks right, were a group of individuals that wanted to build a CAD system, parametric CAD system that ran on Windows. That was the big thing at the time. Windows was ac accessible. It was everywhere. 
And so why can't we do design work on it? And one of the big things that SolidWorks did was it lowered that barrier of entry, right, for a lot of people doing parametric 3D design. But this was 1995-ish, right, is when that first product was released. Um, many, many, many years later, you know, people love SolidWorks. It's still very common in the industry. It's one of the most popular 3D CAD systems. What happened is the people who created that original system, a lot of the original founders of SolidWorks recognized that there was an industry trend towards web-based solutions, um, mobile solutions, and the architecture of what was built in 1995 just wouldn't allow for that, right? To do that right, to build a, a web-based CAD system, uh, you had to start from scratch. And so they left... Uh, what was then Dassault Systems, right? It's still owned by Dassault Systems. And they created a startup. And that was in 2012, late 2012 is when this first started as a project. Um, and it grew and grew um, to the point where they launched public beta in March of 2015. And so for context, um, you know, for those not familiar, it's it's a totally cloud-based CAD and PLM system. You know, that's 100% true cloud. Um, so, yeah, there we we launched in public beta in 2015. We announced our production release, I believe, in early 2016. I may be getting these right, dates wrong, so forgive me. Um, and we we've been on an exciting roller coaster ever since. We were acquired late last year by PTC. Um, so I've been with Onship now about five years, a little over five years. Um, yeah, it's it's you know it's the future, as many people say. <laughs> it's the future, definitely. Can you go into some of the specifics on why why is it the future? Like what what I mean, I'm already wowed by it. I know the answer to this question, but I want you to tell the whole world. What makes Onshape so amazing? Um, there's a lot of things, so that's a, a long. <laughs> but but I think the 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 biggest thing is it was truly built ground up to be collaborative, cloud based, open, right, easily accessible. Accessibility is a big thing, and so the the lowering that barrier to entry um, was a big part of the goal. Um, so it, with Onshape, you can literally click a link and look at a CAD model. And have no idea what CAD is, right? Most people, you know, if you were to, to interact with many other systems, they would send you a file plus some executable you have to install and hope your system runs it and blah, blah, blah. With Onshape, it's click a link, right? You can open it up on your mobile device. You can open it up on any cheap Chromebook, right? One of the things that, um, that you mentioned earlier is that we're doing really well in, it, in education because all they have is Chromebooks. So... Um, I think what really sets us apart, of course, we're computer animated design, traditional computer animated design. We have uh, PDM, PLM functions just as a nature of our architecture um, that's really, really unique, right? It tracks everything you do, um, every interaction with your models and so on. Um, and, and you could do it from anywhere, right? So there's no VPNs. There's no, you know, setting up license managers or replication of data or you don't have to think about any of that. Yeah, this must have been extremely helpful for in education for all the remote learning going on right now, whereas other softwares are, you know, PC based and limited. Yeah, we have teachers deploying entire classrooms in seconds. 
know? and that's, a, that's something that's never been possible before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and really the true cloud is really what stands out to me um, because it's truly cloud. It's not that the software is in the cloud that you download the software onto your computer that's available to you through the internet. It's literally the software is in the cloud. So like you said, you could have a $200 Chromebook that has doesn't have enough power to blow its nose, right. be able to run an entire uh, an entire set of tools for CAD design, which mm-hmm. is absolutely incredible. So not only on the education side, but even for uh, manufacturers moving forward, you know, think of the cost reduction now you have, you know, for your engineering department to be able to say we can run something as efficient as this, but you don't have to spend, you know, two thousand dollars on a on a programming computer anymore. Yeah, it's, it's and, and really the, the program and the computer are the, the small costs when you sit down and think about the maintenance of the system. Absolutely. You know, like that's the real cost in these systems. Like how do I make sure it's up to date? How do I make sure I have the right version for the file they sent me? And all that kind of nuance that you end up spending time on, that's mm-hmm. the real cost in a lot of these mm-hmm. traditional systems. Sure, and then God forbid you go a few years without renewing and then they make you pay for every year up until this point so you can get back online again. Yeah, it's it's yeah. – it's a it's a difficult solution, you know. It, it, the problem uh, are inherent, and and in a lot of other industries, they're solved. You know, um, for whatever reason, engineering is just one of the kind of laggards in in how we do things. But what, when you look at when you look at other industries, you know, they're using they've been using these tools for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to uh, turn the mic over to Victor a little bit. I know, uh, Victor, you're using Onshape. You use it every day, even on the weekends, I know. And uh, <laughs> um, can you uh, tell us a little bit about your experience with Onshape, what you use Onshape for, what your thoughts and and, uh, and what your opinions are? And- sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the reason why I use it on the weekend is because I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think engineering is a lot of fun. If it wasn't for engineering, I, I really don't know what I would be doing. Uh, but uh, as you guys know, uh, I, I've used different systems in the past. And prior to uh, to this position, I was using SolidWorks. And when I found out that um, uh, Philips Precision was using it on shape, I really honestly, uh, uh, that was... Uh, uh, 20, I don't even remember, 2017, approximately, at the beginning of 2017. Uh, I, I didn't even know, right, I didn't even know what on shape was. Um, I'm, you know, I'm like, wow, who's getting into this field to compete against these other big, you know, softwares? Uh, and, uh, and and so I I... I I opened my computer, I searched on shape, I opened up a free account and, uh, and within a week I just had to stop myself at 10 o'clock at night and say, Hey, you got to go to sleep here because (laughs) this, this is unbelievable. I mean, you, you turn the computer on and by the time you sit down, boom, your model is in front of you. Uh, and and that was, uh, so refreshing to me. Uh, then there weren't anything that, you know, any screens that would tell me uh, you have to update this, you have to update that, you have to restart this, you have to restart that. And I'm reading through on shape and and I couldn't get enough of it because I'm thinking, wow, this this system is just is going to change the world uh, uh, in my view. But anyway, back to, to the reality of engineering. Uh, <clears throat> 
there's so much about Onshape that I believe uh, uh, would help any business, any any machine shop, any engineering, any startup place, because it's it's first of all uh, uh, getting into Onshape as far as uh, the cost of is just simply a fraction of of what other software out there are charging in this opens an entire world for people like me. Uh, I mean, I have, I have my own personal account. And when I come up with some ideas, I go in there and sketch them up and create stuff. And uh, so now you're having a whole, uh, 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 you're reaching out to so many designers and engineers, and, and they have the ability to, to create their own models and put their ideas on, on paper, per se, uh, uh, in a way that no one has had the chance of doing that before. In the case of Philips Precision, is just uh, it, it's even better because we, for the most part, with the exception of designing our own product, I design one-of-a-kind fixtures every day, which makes my job interesting, not only because I'm using on shape, but I'm doing something new every single day. Uh, I'm getting these models and, and, and these strange-looking components from customers that need to be inspected either on CMMs or vision systems. And now I create, I design around this component a fixture that is custom to this specific part so then the customer can ultimately use it in inspecting the final component. And the beauty of it is that I don't have to have anything but a step file, and I can just bring that model in the screen and start designing in context around that part to create what I need without going back and forth in between 16 different screens to trying to get dimension and trying to write notes and trying to, and, and obviously making mistakes along the way when I can do it in, in a fraction of the time. And if I do make a mistake, I can correct it in, in half of the fraction of the time that I made the design to begin with. Uh, uh, so that makes us, as a small business, very competitive. Com- no, when, when, you, when we are in the field competing with, uh, uh, with fixtures manufacturers that are much larger than us, we can, we can make things in, in very fast. And, and again, the model that we have, uh, uh, help me out here. We help manufacturing companies deliver perfect parts faster. But, yeah, like for instance, right now, I'm, it, right before this meeting, I was working in five, with five different models from one customer. They're getting, I am sure, they're getting proposals from other companies and the other companies will provide a number, a piece of paper with, we can make a fixture to hold apart for X amount of money. In about 10 or maybe 15 minutes on each model, uh, I can invest an hour or maybe an hour and a half to create on every single part a rough concept and, and cut this out and put it in an email and get the customer on the other side very excited about what we can do so that they can visualize what we're doing. And, and that's how we're able to just pull the customers in and, 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 and satisfy them in a sense because we can provide to them what they need, not only upfront visually to show them what we can do, but because the software is so quick and fast, 
I can make a model and create a drawing and put it out there in the manufacturing floor within 24 hours and we'll be cutting metal. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that one of the features that I love about Onshape too is the because it's on the cloud, you can host a meeting anywhere in the world, Victor, correct? That is correct. So uh, uh, there's several ways and I approach that depending on the customer, but generally speaking is I create uh, I create a model, a concept, I send it to the customer, the customer, obviously they get excited and uh, they have their input. So I make a few changes and then I send uh, uh, no, I get together with our uh, with Mike here, which is our estimator, and I give him an idea of how many hours it would take me of engineering. He will just do, he does his magic with his side of the manufacturing, and we give the customer a basically a proposal. The customer provides a PO. Once we have the PO, then I will get into really creating. Uh, uh, let's call it a final fixture. And once it's designed, I just send a link right through on shape to the email of the customer and the customer without any knowledge of CAD, which I've had many, we have many of those customers without any knowledge of CAD, they can click on the link, open up a free account, and now they can look at a real part on their screen. They can measure it. They can dissect it. Uh, they can roll it around. They can see how it works. And uh, they can take that information, have their internal review. And then once their internal review is finished, we all get together and have a final review to ensure that all the requirements are met. And if they're not, obviously, uh, some changes will not are due uh, to the design. And once they are, uh, all the requirements are met, uh, I get an, an email approval and I can move on without without having to exchange files, without having to have specific software, without any of that. So I, I, I deal with engineers and I deal with salespeople and anything in between. And everyone never had any issue understanding the simplicity of Onshape, which is absolutely fantastic to me because it saves me a lot of time right and then that's collaborative too so if you share that link and they're looking at it and they're on the phone with you and you're looking at it and they say well can you change this you can change it right on the fly and it'll change on their screen too right absolutely i can change things on the fly we can work together Uh, we can actually design together i can make them the owner or, or i can share them with them and they can edit and we can work together in the same design you can be uh, while you're talking, right? Yep. As we are on the meeting on the screen, we're working on the design, and and, and that is uh, uh, just an amazing tool. I think that uh, that uh, and and one of the the things that I was thinking is that if uh, quality engineers would have the ability to have uh, uh, even a free version of the shape, they could bring in our standard product, and then the custom fixture, and they can create in their screen the environment that they need for them to program their CMM or their vision system so that they can avoid any impact or or anything that could cause an issue Mm -hmm. so that they can just actually run their uh, program right on the screen and then actually run it right on the CMM without any issues whatsoever. Right. 
and actually design the parts before they come off the floor, before they even go onto the shop floor. They can they can design the fixture before they even start making parts. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that all the time. I design something, and, and something some things are, are fairly simple, and some things are very similar than what I've designed in the past. But once in a while, I come across something different. And I can I can design it on a shape, and I have a pretty good idea if it's going to work or not. But the beautiful part is, and I can design it on shape. I can ex- I can export an STL. I can print it while I design the second part. Then I can put them to de- together, and I can test them. And before that design gets to the inspection or even gets to the manufacturing floor, I know that it's going to work as intended. To, to the point of, of of accessibility, I think that was one of our primary goals. Um, going back to the the you know, founding of Pond Shape is how do we make CAD even more accessible than it is today? And so, you know, it was really a goal to say how can we involve sales? How can we involve marketing? How can a how can a, a customer use this in a B two B interaction as a tool for their sales? You know, how can we build that into the platform natively in a way that's seamless? Um, so it's it's very much about making it accessible, but also lowering the barrier of entry. So as you mentioned, fixture design, you know, that was you know, a lot of people, we still talk to them to this day, don't have access to CAD because they generally think it's too expensive for that purpose. And so it tends to be, you know, used in very narrow applications within a company because of the cost. But this, you know, that, that barrier entry goes way, way down with Onshape. So it really is about giving, you know, more access to 3D CAD data and the ability to create it to the world. In, in addition to that, Cody, I just want to emphasize on, on one thing that uh, with other software, sometimes I would get a bit uh, disheartened in a sense. Uh, and I would estimate that probably 10% of my time, if not more, was spent in updating the, the software, in making sure the software was working. And it, we don't shape every three weeks. I got a, 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 there's a message that tells me, hey, We've improved this stuff. Do you want to see these videos? And uh, sometimes I can't wait to see that link so I can go in there and figure out what you guys have done new so I can go and try it out and go, wow. And then I take myself notes and I post it in the wall because I go, wow, I got to try that feature next time. And, and, and when I open an old design and I look at the history, I see the no shape has gone in there and has updated my design based on whatever it updates. And I don't have to do any of that because... Mm-hmm. Although I'm an engineer, I'm not really a technical computer person. I understand computer very well, but uh, I would rather be doing my engineering thinking and my design than having to do uh, administrative things about the software to make sure the software is actually working before I even use it. Yeah, that's that's a big big thing for a lot of companies is is how much time am i spending downtime but also time spent in in uh, managing files and things like that it's it's a there's a lot of potential for error there's a lot of effort that goes into it and if you really stop and think about it even if you're spending 15 minutes a week it adds up it adds up to a lot and if you you figure out how much the average engineer costs to employ you start to do that math there's a very real ROI to adapting, you know, these types of tools. Absolutely. So, Victor, I know you've put in a number of um, job tickets for improvements, and one thing that you also appreciate about Onshape is how quickly they respond and how many of those things, you know, of the numbers of improvement requests 
have been included in those upgrades? Yes, I mean it's it's uh, uh, that's another thing that amazes me. Uh, if I see something that I could use or or, or, or that I use all the time, uh, I put in a ticket, and uh, within within a few minutes, I get an answer, and within maybe at the most an hour or two, someone is 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 discussing this issue with me back and forth online and i'll give you for instance i i use a couple of tools very often because of the nature of our business one is uh, uh an undercut in the corner of a part uh before i used to have to uh, now generate the geometry and then extrude it and cut it right now there's actually uh uh basically I click on, on, on an icon and I put in the size of the tool, I click on the corner and, and, and it's all done. I remember putting also in a ticket because one of the things that would help me particularly is I wanted to be able to have the ability to color the different faces, the different surfaces of the parts. And the reason why is because it's the requirement of the customers. The customer would say, look, these holes, uh, they need to be inspected. These are critical to fit. These are critical to function. This feature needs to be flat. That feature needs to be perpendicular. So I would go into the model and color all the parts that needed to be inspected. That would leave everything else free for me to tool off from. So I didn't have to go back and forth in between two different models. And, and that was to be another time savers. Okay, I know that all these features are critical to fit or critical to function. I'm going to mark them red. I can't touch them. But now I'm going to tool this part based on additional requirement from the customer from the surface, and then I can actually grab it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to say is about our support is it, it's something we take pride in. Um, our, our support system, our, our support team is our product team as our UX team, they're one team. And and the reason for that is we want that closed loop that works very quickly. Um, and so the when when Victor, you know, submits a ticket in our system, it gets an email, you get an email, you know, directly from an on-chip employee saying, here's you know, where we're at. If we don't have it, we will add you to an improvement. And And internally, the way that works is we every three weeks we add um, a new update as, as mentioned, and every three weeks we also reevaluate what our priorities are, and so we can look at if we get a flood of requests for a certain thing, we can do that and we can adapt very quickly. So we can say, okay, let's do this in the next sprint. It's an internal term for development, but it's a three week sprint, and and we can ship things very quickly. Um, and so if you give us that feedback and we get enough of that feedback, we can change our dime. We're not we're not determining our path one year in advance we're, we're adapting as customers request things and and also cody uh not only from the feedback that you get from the customers but uh, uh there were some specific other tools that i needed and uh, uh on shape created a, a script very quick for me and i was able to just move on with, with my day. I mean, uh, so that's one really neat aspect of, of, of on shape is it's called feature script. It's a language. It's actually the language that we built our part studio on. So our part modeling environment, the extrudes revolves and sweeps and lofts. They're all built with this language and, and we give the user access to this language. So you can, anyone out there, if you're a code writer and you want to build this certain thing that does this certain, like I built it when I, when we first uh, announced it, I built a hydraulic port tool. So you could click a button and it would give you a little hydraulic port right right at that button or at that 
uh, point, I should say, in the model. Um, so it allows you to take the tools that we have and build specialized things. Or even maybe I just want this checkbox that does this thing. I do it all the time. I can turn that you know thing that took me 20 minutes each to something that takes me 20 seconds if I program it, you know? And so it, it's a cool aspect of, of, um, of Onshape. And I will say that if you're interested in this, there's a whole library of p- freely available features. Even if you don't know how to write code, there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff that's freely available you can use without. Yeah, that's the truly open source side of it for anybody to go in there and, and adapt and, and make changes and updates to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, our entire part studio is open source, and and that means if you don't like the way our extrude function works, you can change it. Just one one more comment. You know, when we we haven't been uh, able to go to trade shows lately, but when we when we were and we were using Onshape, Steve was actually able to you know have people meet us in the booth, pull up his phone, and go over product designs and and picture designs right there on the shop floor, right? You're there at a trade show to meet with your customers, and what better way to do that and impress the hell out of the customer is to bring up their design in that booth, quick meeting, get approval, um, or go and sit in a conference room with a laptop with their file library of all the parts that they need fixtured, and Steve could open his account and dump those CAD files right into that and start to play with ideas because a lot of these customers that we work with, they're selling multiple CMMs with programs and fixturing and the whole works, right? So to be able to present a fixture concept at the time of, you know, build it into that sale in that meeting right at that trade show is imperative. I mean, it's really, really a great benefit. So we've done that a number of times. And Onshape is the only software we could ever do that with, right? Well, in yeah. fact, all those fixtures that we're actually making out there right now uh, for one of our largest customers, those all were all new machines for a third customer. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we helped the customer make the sale of their CMM because we provided the models. Uh, actually, we provided one, one model for one particular part, and that was sufficient for the customer to say, yes, we want to go this route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of businesses are when you're interacting like that, they're looking for anyone that can give extra value. And if you can mm-hmm. send that, and I can see in real time what's happening, that's a compelling, compelling thing, you know. And, and that's a, a competitive edge. I think having fixture design software in a company is a little unique still, because I feel like the numbers of really talented and quality inspectors is pretty limited, right? So you have this giant manufacturing shop floor and a few poor inspectors and they're trying to keep up with the production and multiple different machines, multiple different softwares, all those things, right? So, So we're hoping that sometime in the near future or the industry just goes in a certain way that more redundancy is built into the inspection departments. Our, our fixture system sort of does that. It's universal, so it you know, cuts across all machines. But it would really be nice to see a future state where inspectors are really inspecting their work, creating the simpler fixtures, probably not going to create the fixtures that um, Victor might create because in the more complex situations, we're still here for that. But in certain situations, our standard products are going to do the job for a lot of things, right? So it would be really nice to be able to free up that talent 
in those departments and offer them an on shape with our CAD files and say, here, you know, these are the plates. This is what fits on your machine and have at it. You know, I think that there, there's, there's a certain learning barrier to that, but it's very low. It's very much like, you know, stacking Legos, you know, for lack of a better way of phrasing. I mean, you're really just piecing things together as if you were standing in front of the thing, putting it together. That's the literal way to think of it. You don't have to understand um, parametric MCAD as a whole to be able to do that. Right. Right. And so I think that's one of the, when we talk about, you know, barrier, it may be all you need is to do this certain one function and that's all you, you require. Well, you can do that for much cheaper than you know what you would have to have done in the past. Um, so I think for if you're talking about assembly fixture design um, and and you have someone that's you know comfortable with computers, they can probably teach themselves to just mate the assembly together and on shape really quickly mm-hmm. uh, without a lot of um, without a lot of oversight or training or any kind of formal. You know, just reasonably good with with computers, they can figure that stuff out pretty quickly. I'm I'm yeah. agreeing with you 100. percent You just need some basic basic understanding of computer and basic understanding of of, of mechanical components, and then uh, you're only limited by your imagination. That's right. just it. Yeah. And yeah. the things we used to do is we would build out all the fixtures and run the full simulation and make sure there are no collisions and things like that. And I can fully imagine someone being able to do that, build that assembly without any knowledge of part modeling, you know, or drawings even for that matter. Um, if all they really need is that level. That's all they have to do. And that's very simple. Yeah, absolutely. And here at Phillips, we're huge about education and about, you know, the future of the industry. And we've already been re- reshoring, you know, at banner rates for years, but we've, you know, we're coming through the silver tsunami. We talk about this all the time, but we don't have, enough people to refill the same positions that we have up until this point without having, without letting them spend 30 years in the industry up until this point. So any way we can standardize, make things easy, make a drag and drop type of situation um, to where the user interface is just like the computer that they've been using since they were born. Um, that gives the industry a leg up. It gives these new employees a leg up to be able to jump right in the industry and take off with a career and bring the the value and the talents that they have without being bogged down by having to know all this complicated back mess mm-hmm. before they can actually start doing their job. Right. So at Onshape, do you talk a lot about the fourth industrial revolution? That's barreling, barreling yeah. down on us. Yeah, the, the digital <laughs> twin concept is very common. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we all have to take, you know, figure out where we fit into that. Right. And I feel like, um, a lot of individual proprietary softwares, just in my mind, don't fit that uh, model for that industri- the industrial revolution that is autonomous and um, more robotic. And, and I think a lot of redundant features will be built into that environment. What, what sort of discussions do you have related to Onshape? Well, I think what's critical to these kinds of tools, this, this effort, is real-time access to data. I think that is is fundamental to any kind of um, you know we talk about digital twin kind of concept is is you have to have real time access to the information it can't be this layered stack of files or whatever it is and so a lot of these systems you know they're running into is like how do we have an, an accessible you know real time source of truth for our CAD models right um, so I think that you know while 
I don't have any details specifically about what we're doing in this area, or at least that I can share publicly yet. And I think you will see that we're going to move into this space and be one of the true competitors here because of our architecture, mm-hmm. right? because of how we've built it. Definitely. So. Yeah. I think we'll see more mergers and companies. Well, I just read an article about um, Peugeot joining forces with Fiat Chrysler, right? Because, and the main reason is to keep pace with this industrial revolution that we're going to face, right? So there's a lot of redundancy and things that they can improve upon. So they pool their resources to make a better car faster, right? Um, Cheaper and faster. Your mantra is, is basically what we hear from every customer he's like build better products faster is you know in, in your case excited but it's the same concept it's mm-hmm. how we take what we're doing day and day and make it a little bit f- faster a little bit better a little bit um and, and then it's just small iterations but occasionally you get these giant leaps like uh um, you know different cad systems that can really make a difference a shift in how you interact yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, if you have mass production i mean it could just be a minutes per part or seconds per part to save you know hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of a year i mean it's incredible uh, just another example, a new company that is close by, they have an inspection room with uh, like seven, eight or nine different CMMs. And they're all different. They're like two of this kind, three of that kind, one of that kind. And, and, and everyone has built a fixture, a different type of fixture that is not modular on their CMM. Okay, so So now they're like, we're pulling our hair here because we are just wasting so much time. Now they are coming to us so that we can provide them with, with a modular system that is the same across the board on all those CMM. Now we're talking about here fixturing, but this, the same applies with CAD, with Onshape, the same thing. All these CMMs speak different languages, you know, and, and, and when you find a system, then you can use no matter where you travel and everybody speaks the same language back to you. That's hey, It's great. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the, the cross department. Kathy was talking about you can right. use something like Onshape in engineering as well as maybe even just your conceptual engineering. And then finally get into your, you know, into your, your final design engineering and even out on the shop floor for guys to be able to. Um, you know, design fixtures for the shop floor and then design fixtures for the CMM machines and an inspection. It really opens up the, you know, the entire world to one system that everybody can, everybody can speak the same language on. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's absolutely. Collaborating intercompany. Yeah, absolutely. Faster and easier, you know. It's exciting. It's really exciting. I think the biggest thing for me is to see people who wouldn't have otherwise had it, like building these crazy things. Mm-hmm. That you're just like, okay, well, they wouldn't have had access to that 15 years ago. Now they can do it. And not only are they doing it, but they like, flourished, right? They're doing some crazy, crazy stuff in, in computer. I mean, it's just really neat to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Victor, Kathy, Cody, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show today. This has been really very informative, and I think this has a lot of value to our listeners and all manufacturing in the future. Otherwise, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you for hosting. Thanks, everyone. Bye, Bye. Bye. Great. Nice to meet you, Cody. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye.